the first thing is you have to influence yourself first. So this is the bottom line. First thing is if you want people to show up differently, you have to show up differently. You can't show up the same way and accept a different result. You're listening to the Nonprofit Problem Solver Podcast brought to you by KevKayat.com. Kev helps nonprofit leaders deliver more impact faster and easier so they can be mission accomplished in 40 hours a week or less. For more information, visit KevKayat.com. Because good causes deserve better results. Now... Here is the host of Nonprofit Problem Solver, Kev Kayat. Hello, Kev Kayat here. Welcome to Nonprofit Problem Solver, brought to you by Yachtme, virtual events platform, 100% free to nonprofits, and Pod Pro Audio, making professional podcasting easy. Thanks for tuning in. Just to be clear, you are actually the Nonprofit Problem Solver. As host, my job is to extract from our guest the practical, tactical expertise that you can put straight into action. This is a recording of a live event hosted on Yacht. Did I mention it's 100% free to nonprofits? Find out more at y.yacht.me. That's W-H-Y dot Y-O-T dot M-E. You can join me on these live events every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. Register at yacht.me or at nonprofitproblemsolver.com. And you can find me, Kev Kayat, at kevkayat.com, as well as on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Clubhouse. Join the Nonprofit Problem Solver Club on Clubhouse and the Nonprofit Problem Solver Facebook group to get all the latest practical, tactical advice on being the best nonprofit entrepreneur you can be. And check out my coaching programs at nonprofitentrepreneur.com. We all want to be influential when we're communicating with others, but mindset and leadership coach Marianne Dirsch will tell us to think about how we're communicating to ourselves first. Are we being consistent? Is our internal voice in alignment with our external voice? If not, that disconnect is going to show up in our messaging and we can undermine whatever influence we might have. So how can we retune our internal and external voices? Let's listen to Marianne model what it's like to be authentic and vulnerable while exerting influence. And we are live, Nonprofit Problem Solver Podcast. This is episode 35, and I am joined by Marianne Dirsch. And uh, just before we get started, I just want to uh, say thank you to my sponsors, uh, Yachtme, which uh, hosts this virtual platform, which is free to nonprofits, and also Pod Pro Audio, which uh, makes professional podcasting easy. So, Marianne Dirsch. How are you? How's St. Louis? I am doing great, and St. Louis is cold. We can't decide what season we are here. When, I mean, it's it's like <laughs> chilly. It's like 50 degrees. <laughs> I have a space heater by my feet. <laughs> a space heater. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, we're going to generate some uh, heat and some energy in this conversation, I am and, sure. Um, full disclosure, I have plumbers working on the second floor of my house. So I, I apologize for any bangs or booms you might might hear. <laughs> so we're, the, we're having a bathroom remodel. By the plumbers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The one caused by the plumbers. Okay, so um, let me um, let everyone know uh, a bit about you and how you got into nonprofits and about your uh, background, and then uh, you can tell everybody what you've got on offer at the moment, how you can help people. Sure. So um, 
I have a company called Courageous Communication, and I work with nonprofits on developing their leadership and influence, and so they can uh, raise more money and have a bigger impact. And I, I have been working in the nonprofit field since the <coughs> early '90s. <laughs> <laughs> I started when I was ten, um, and um, and I but my this is my book, Courageous Communication. Um, how codependence is making your nonprofit brand boring and what to do about it. And my history is I worked in branding and marketing and worked with messaging. And then over that time, I learned that to communicate effectively externally, you need to communicate effectively internally. And so I work with organizations on helping them develop their leadership and internal communications. Then I also work with individuals from different nonprofits all over the country and in Canada and bring them together like in a group coaching model. So I work with organizations, right? But then some people don't need a whole big thing. You know, they're small mm -hmm. or young. And they, so I bring them together and I do a group coaching and I have a course called Up Level Your Influence. And these are the things we work on. We work on leadership, um, communication, uh, and how to basically, which is the defini definition of influence, get people that you have no authority over to do what you want them to do. Because if you have influence, right, you, like marketing is easier, board relationships are easier, fundraising is definitely easier. So once you can have that skill, it's sort of like a super highway. And it opens you up to be able to market um, and talk about your organization and, and attract the right kind of people. It makes it easier to ask for money and receive money. And it makes it easier to navigate any kind of relationship, but especially the board one. So that's wow. it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So a lot there for influence. Where do people find you online? Uh, so you can just go to connect. Um, uh, well, actually, um, let me say this first. I have a great um, a book. It's called um, Stop Sitting Back and Start Making Change. It's an ebook. It, and if you just go to nonprofitleadershipguide.com, easy peasy, right? Um, nonprofitleadershipguide.com, throw your name and email in there, and then you can download my Up Level Your Influence Starter Kit, which contains this ebook, and um, it contains this, what I call my Courageous Conversations Guide. So it's, it's a guide on a step-by-step -step way to how to have a conversation where you want somebody to see your point of view without actually having to push your point of view on them. So how to, I, I say this a lot, people hate to be sold, but they love to buy. So the whole point of influence is getting people to buy for themselves, what you're selling instead of having to sell something. So there's a guide on how to right. do this in this kit. So nonprofitleadershipguide.com, you can have that. It's a tons of great information. Yeah, that's fantastic. And if people want to work with you, uh, presumably they'll have all those uh, links in yes. the ebook and, and so on. But if people want to uh, jump over that uh, and 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 contact you directly, <laughs> is, do you have yeah, a, is it you, it's MarianneDurst.com? Isn't it? Yeah, you yeah. can just go to ConnectWithMarianne.com. That's my and you can link and you can book a time. Um, I can I do thirty minute um, like complimentary calls, and if there's some you know if like you're listening to this podcast and you're like man that chick rocks you know you can just book a time with me and um, I do something called like a influence audit so we'll talk about like who you want to influence and where you're at and where you want to be and what and what that gap is and then i can give you some wisdom to fill that gap 
And if there's something like, and if, and if you say, Hey, this is really awesome. And then we can talk about working together, but by no means is it, um, you know, I, I eat my own cooking Kev, so I don't sell or pitch anybody. Yeah. <laughs> right. If it feels right. And, and also yeah, like, yeah. No, what I, get I do it. isn't for everyone. Okay. It's like, like, like I'm, I'm about mindset and there's, there's mindset and there's strategy and they both work together. And what I see a lot of people working on is strategy, which is awesome. I just occupy a different space, which I feel like really complements strategy, which is around mindset, communication, self-leadership. Cause if your thinking isn't aligned, like, right. Like if uh, that with the strategy, then it's just not going to go anywhere and you need them both to work hand in hand. So in my work, like we go deep, you know, <laughs> We get into it. <laughs> we and like I want people who want to show up and want to play full out and and you know like want to come in contribution and want to really do the work and get better and are ready for like the next evolution of themselves as a leader. Um, a lot of people I work with, they want the next evolution from their org for their organization. They and they know as the ED or CEO that it starts with them. Right. And they, there are some barriers yeah. they have to work through in order to, for them to bring everyone else with them. And that's, that's my kind of person. So, yeah. Wow. Okay. So uh, if that ideal person is listening, you know, you know how to get in, <laughs> in touch with Marianne. Are yeah. you active on uh, any social media channels in particular? What are your favorite? Mostly ones? Facebook. Um, I'm mostly on Facebook. You, I have courageous communication, Facebook page. Um, I'm pretty public profile on Facebook. I, I, I go into LinkedIn, but man, like sometimes LinkedIn's kind of triggering, you know, like, oh, like everyone's so amazing. Huh. They're doing so much like, ah, <laughs> but I do yeah, I on yeah. LinkedIn a lot. Uh huh. Yeah. But okay. Facebook mostly, I would say Facebook is the, I, the one I'm most aligned with. Um, and um, I did a series of 20 YouTube videos around different topics around leadership and board leadership and fundraising that um, that you can find on YouTube as well. Okay. Now, recently, I know that you gathered uh, a small group of very impressive uh, folks um, to do a two-day conference. Uh, that was only a couple of weeks ago, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And is any of that material available for uh, public consumption still, or is that a, is that a, is that a gone now? That's a gone now, but I'm going to do it again okay. next year. So it was the donor okay. attraction forum. Um, and this, in this model, it's free to register. So, mm -hmm. and, and then, um, and it's a live event kind of like this, it's a live event. And then at the, um, at the end, you know, um, people who buy the package at the, on the other side of the event, get the recordings, so that so that's all closed now. But I'm going to do it again next year. It was it went really really well, um, and I got a lot of great feedback. And I really like the model of being able to like register for free, and then mm -hmm. decide okay, you know, and then you know, um, it, it's it's like a line, you know, an uh, in influence. Um, Kev, you know, you, when you're value to other people, then, then, then there'll be a value to you. A lot of times it's like, okay, I need to get my needs met. And when my needs are met now, I can, now I can, I can help you with yours. And then this is like, so this is really aligned with what I, with what I teach people. Right. So when I'm value to you, so this I felt very good to me, not, and I'm not criticizing anybody else's model. I'm just saying, 
but I'm going to no, do no, it I next understand. year. And I think I'm going to, I did it in Great. late April. Um, I think I might do it a little bit earlier because there's a lot, there was a lot of uh, give days around that time. You know, the community foundation give yeah. days were around that time. So I might do it a little earlier um, but not that much. I thought it was fantastic. I had a great time. So, yeah, good, good. Well, I know you had a really a, a lot of good people. Yeah, I, I saw had... a lot of promotion for it. I just couldn't make it myself. I was, uh, I, uh, I couldn't get uh, it for two days. But I know. Uh, I'm sure it was, uh, sure it was a lot of fun. Okay, now a moment ago you gave a definition of of uh, of influence as part of your intro. There, can you repeat that? And yes. then uh, let's sort of unpack that and and see what it means and how you can. Develop yes. it as a nonprofit leader. So influence means people you have no authority, getting people you have no authority over. And, and sometimes people you do have authority over to do what you want them to do. And, um, you know, in, in the nonprofit space, if you think about, there are so many people that you have no authority over that you need to do what you want them to do. And so if you think about donors, board members, you know, consultants or contractors like me and you, how can I mm -hmm. get, how can volunteers, community partners, there is very few people you actually have authority over and, and, and yet marshalling people and moving them all in the same direction towards the same vision is incredibly critical. And I feel like what I see is a lot of leaders feeling very isolated, right? Like they, like they're carrying this organization on their back. And if they would, <laughs> You don't know, like, you know, like they, it's like they get up every morning and they strap this thing to their back and they, I got to go to work and I got to get this done because if not me, then who, right? Like, like it, I got to and and it's very isolating and it's, um, wearing, you know? And, um, so yeah. that's what I was seeing is people like just, um, there's a roomy quote. It's, um, you give from the overflow, not the depths of your well. And I just saw a lot of people who are giving from the depths of their well, and that's not sustainable. And so like when you give from the overflow, you give from that energy rich part of yourself. That's, you know, like that's that. And it just like, it flows out of you. And so that's what influence can do because it's easy for you to get people to do what you need them to do. You don't have to ask over and over again. You don't have to bother people. You have the ability to easily enroll people in your vision. And I developed, can I tell you like how I started this? I yeah, this? absolutely. Right. I love your story. I, I mean, personally, I've, we've, you know, we've, because we've we had, know each other. Yeah, you know the story. Yeah. It's my great. COVID story. Everybody has a COVID story. Like what <laughs> happened? I, I was a typical, not typical. I don't want to say typical because nothing I do is typical. But I was working with organizations on internal and external communications. And I had contracts with like four organizations and I was kind of like feeling my power, you know, I'm like, all right, this is awesome. You know, and then COVID and that all just went, you know, hard stop. I'm like, okay, what do I do now? And I have a coach because I coach people. So I have a coach and I was like, mm -hmm. I'm having disappointing conversations. I, I have conversations with people and they're like, I love you. I want to work with you. And they were ready for change, but then they would go and sell it to the, try to sell it to the organization. And the organization was like, Eh, we're good. <laughs> you know, status quo. We don't need to do better. Like they just really weren't ready. And so I, we would just have no place to go in our relationship. Cause I only, I, I worked with organizations and it's so weird. Cause there'd be a few times in my, and I like, it's embarrassing saying this because there'd be a few times where people were like, 
you know, you're really good at like coaching. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I know. But I, I work with organizations. I don't work with individuals. Right? <laughs> and that's what, like, what am I doing? And so I, I, I think about those moments and I'm like, God, like the universe was like, like hitting you in the forehead, Mary, like do this. So um, I developed this course because I didn't have anything else going on. I'm like, okay, well, I'll just do this. And I'll just ask people that I've always wanted to work with who I thought were super cool to join this course, spirit of co-creation, really low, no brainer pricing, everybody jump in and let's see what happens. And it was a hit and they loved it. And so I did it again and I did it again and I did it again. And now it's became like my foundational program right? Like this is like the foundation of my work is teaching people this because if you're willing to go with me on that journey, I can guarantee you all the marketing and I still do marketing and, and, you know, and all of that with people and messaging, um, that it's going to make that so much easier, right? It's just like, yeah. because you get these yeah. core principle, like if you understand that you need to be a value to others for them to be a value to you, how that could affect your marketing message. Like I, I, I now, I know I, I, you know, now you understand that you don't need to be promotional all the time. You don't have to push, push, right. push your organization. You have to be like, how can I be of service? And a lot of times nonprofits forget that you have things of value to share. It's not just about, oh, like, help us, help us, help us. It's like you can help people solve problems right. in their lives and then they're going to be so much more open to helping you. And, and so those are the kinds of concepts we work on. So if you have that foundation already, then, you know, that's so much more powerful. You know, and then in, in the fundraising, if you understand that, you know, all you have to do is be of value to people, then how much easier fundraising is and, and your ability to like stand in your value and ask for and receive what you want. So that, and so, yeah. It, um, and then what I did was after I did the course with individuals from different organizations in this group coaching model, then I took it back into organization. I'm like, hey, I developed this new pr program and I've done it in like four or five organizations now where they're like, yes, we love our leadership. We want to do better. Like, like organizations that work with me tend to be like, we love our each other and we want, and, and we don't want to lose that. And we, we want to get better and more intentional about how we communicate and how we connect as a team. And so I just teach them these same principles and it's the most satisfying and glorious thing in my life to like see people transform over these yeah. times and start raising more money. They're making better connections. Um, just the connections that are made in this group of people who would have never known each other any other way. And we come together and um, I create what I call the sacred container <laughs> where, where you can just like go into it, you know, like be really vulnerable about what your fears are, what your blocks are, and so we can work through them. And watching people come out from the other side of that and really start making significant changes like this is what i say like a lot of times we get into the nonprofit and you want to make all this change and you and you and it, you're not doing it and it gets so frustrating or you want to make change inside your organization like you want to create more um you know you want to have conversations around diversity and equity and fundraising and you don't even know how to start that you know you don't like and and you get frustrated like I'm so disappointed because I I want to do more and I just don't know how. And so that's right. what I help people with. And to see them actually like becoming the leaders that they always thought they would be is incredibly gratifying. Yeah, that's uh that that must be gratifying. You said something also earlier about uh the the messaging externally being consistent with the messaging internally. Yeah. Um, and what, what, what I heard in my head when, when, when you said that was 
uh, ensuring some level of authenticity. That if your if your messaging, external messaging, and your internal messaging are not in sync or not aligned, then you don't say it sincerely. It doesn't feel right. And and we know uh, in nonprofits, particularly where we're talking a lot, and I don't mean sentimental in terms of that's the, <laughs> that's, but we're talking about emotional um, yes. uh, pulls, right? We're yes. talking about getting people's heartstrings um, uh, plucked, if you will, uh, in order to. Um, uh, generate interest, generate money, uh, and and so on. Um, so the authenticity of that message clearly must be important in terms of influence. Yeah, and um, you know if so, there's two there's two things really. One is um, you know from the inside looking out. The other is from the outside looking in. Because if you aren't who you say you are, people are going to figure that out eventually you know? And so if you're saying we're this, and then the more they get to know you, like, oh, wait, you weren't that at all. It's like a person like, oh, I'm this kind of person. And they get to know you like, you're not that kind of person at all. Then there's mistrust. And the, the foundation of any relationship is trust. And and so that authentic, authenticity, that alignment is so important. And also from the, from the inside out, as far as like, how you think determines what you say. And then what you say creates your external outcomes. And I was working on, in the past, I was like, okay, I know that how you present and how you talk about something will determine the outcome you get. Then what I realized is, but how you think, because internally, if we're saying, you know, uh, we're, we, you know, we're, we're, we want to raise $3 million, but internally you're like, I don't know how in the world this is going to happen. This is never going to work that that can compromise that too. You know what I mean? So the in, so your thoughts mm-hmm. need to need to um and so what I work with people on is helping them create better internal stories. Does that make sense? Like like because so yeah, let yeah, me yeah, give you an example. Like they, they, I, I met these wonderful oh, was, that's women. That's funny. I was just going to ask for an example. Yeah. So I met these <laughs> wonderful time. women um and uh they 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 have the only Canadian robotics black like all black robotics team in Canada. Like I love, like, like I want to fly to Canada and hug them. Like, I just love them. And they, one of the things they said to me was like our organ, they felt like their organization was dying. Like they were having some leadership challenges. They were losing momentum. They, they felt like they were kind of shrinking. And I said, and I listened, you know, we talked for a while and I said, um, you know, here's the thing the gift I feel like I can give to you today is let's create a better story around what's happening. Because if you keep telling yourself we're dying, we're struggling, you're going to keep struggling. And, and I said, the story I think you could tell is we're reorganizing to better, um, to better serve the youth in our programs. Right. Cause that, that feels like we're, at, we're, that's a better story to tell. Cause at any time we can change the story that we tell. And they're like, Oh, because the more you tell that story, the more likely that outcome is going to happen. And the, the one woman was so interesting. She said, you know, I'm a really positive person. And I, and I didn't, and like, and I was saying that almost jokingly. And I'm like, I, I totally understand. And also we need to be careful right? Because our thoughts create our words and our words shape our reality. So if those are the things that you're thinking, that's what you're going to have. And so what, how can we realign our thinking to create a better narrative so that we can get a better outcome? And so that's people though, mm -hmm. sorry, do people in that, in that situation, 
going as you said going through some leadership problems and then reframing it as uh, uh sort of resetting in order to better serve yeah um some people will respond to that as uh in, in a cynical way and go oh, that's that's just that's just spin um how, you know how how do you respond to 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 that or or do you sort of open the sort of uh meet that interpretation head on and go well it is spin it is a reinterpretation it is yeah. spinning the same facts but in a positive way which is helpful to and yeah, serves and, us where right. we're going. And this is not about lying it's not about rainbows and unicorns and wishes it's about just creating a better story so you can get a better outcome because of because our stories create our reality that's why we tell them you know so that's better, why but, but better but still true yeah <laughs> I get, right this like it's just like how can i reframe that story to serve me better it, you know because this this story is not serving me and you can call it spin or whatever you want. And sometimes people are like that. I'm like, well, then it's not for you. That's okay. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, I don't have to convince you um, um, that, like, because that's one of the things about influence is you don't have to convince people sell. That's that's one of the biggest things I think is people feel like they have to sell, push, convince, um, pitch. You know, when organizations Wait. say, help help me create a pitch deck, I'm like. Because in the model that I teach, it's it's very much about listening, deep listening and connecting with people and helping them make the best decision for them. And that may or may not be your organization. Um, I want to share, I just want to share like one of the biggest secrets or, or things that I teach is the less, the less expectation you have over the outcome, the more likely you are to get what you want. And when we have high okay. expectation for what we want, then like heavy, you were talking about like um, that emotional thing, you know, our energy speaks louder than words and people sense the desperation <laughs> and they feel right, sold. Right. They start to feel sold. And our goal is right. to have people you choose. Put so much, so yeah. many high stakes into the situation and you're like, yeah. you know, yeah, your, I gotta your get thoughts this guy. are all about high stakes. I got to get this. I got to get him. I got to get him. Right. And, and, and then, so, but if you're like, Hey, do whatever you want, they're li more likely to do what you want them to do when you can release the outcome. And I think that for me is it's, I'm not going to say it's hard, but I would just say it's the most counterintuitive principle that I work on with people. But I, but I'm sure you can think of Kevin, the people who are, who are with us right now can think of, there are times where you're like, what am I doing here? And like something amazing happened, you know, mm. um, like I'll be in meetings. Like, I, I don't know, like, like I'll people drop, you know, I invite people in conversation with me all the time. And I, I like, I don't really have expectation. And then, um, and something amazing happens. But I, I even had a situation the other day where I didn't realize it, but I, I was tied to the outcome because I really wanted to work with this person. And she said she really wanted to work with me and we were having this follow-up call and I was like, all right, this is it, you know? And when I, when she got on the call, first she forgot about it. And then when she got on, she's like, I'm super overwhelmed today and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, well, we can talk another time or, and, and she's like, no, 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 it's okay. And I went with my agenda. Like I, 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 I whiffed, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I whiffed and I had, I was attached to the outcome. And we were like this, we were like two ships, right? Like she was struggling yeah. and she was like the, you know, I think she had plumbing problems <laughs> as well, like as well. And, and, you know, and I was like, but I huh. want you to, you know, and I'm like, you know, I, I'm feeling really overwhelmed. And I was like, well, if you can work with me, I can help you end the overwhelm. Like I wasn't. And, and anyway, the conversation ended and I was like, okay, 
that was awkward. And I actually took the weekend. It was a Friday morning. I took the weekend because I had to think about what just happened there. And I realized, girl, you were attached to the outcome. And I actually said, I made her a little video. And I said, if I had Friday to do all over again, here's what I would do. <laughs> if you told me you were struggling, I'd say, you know, chuck whatever I wanted to do out the window. If, like I, um, I don't need an agenda. I don't, I don't need to have to pit. I, I would have said, uh, if I had Friday to do all over again, you told me you were overwhelmed. I would say, you know what, let's do this. Let's like, I have this little meditation that I do when I get overwhelmed. Let's like, let's just like do like, I'll give one minute of this and I'll show you how to do it. And, and then you'll feel better and we can talk another time about working together. Like I said, that's, <laughs> but I got attached to the outcome and it felt weird because, yeah. and I remember, okay, but that's, that's a great lesson for me to remind me to, to, you know, like, um, to, um, that even I need reminders and, what it does feel like when, because um, when people feel our greatest need is to feel seen and heard and understood, right? So when you, you allow people to be understood, they relax. And when they relax, then they're open to new information. So by allowing her, if, which I did not do to feel seen and understood, she would right. have relaxed. And then we're like, you know what, let's talk about it. And um, so I, I said, I made her a little Zoom video. I'm like, here's what I... <laughs> Here's what I really wanted to do. <laughs> and I just chalked it up to a lesson. And then I blessed yeah. and released her. Like, like I'm just going to release the outcome of that situation. And it's hard to do because our culture tells us, like, get it, sell it, go, go, go. Yeah. You know? But you've got to be reflective and, and, and learn. And that's a, that's yeah. a great model. But let me, let me ask you this. You were, you were attached to the outcome, and I can understand that in terms of expectations. But how do you, how do you reconcile that with this, with this focus on intention? that we that we we hear people tell how do you balance intention without expectations i guess yeah so one of the principles i teach is equanimity so i can hold two different beliefs at the same time so i can both be invested in really like wanting something to happen and also be unattached to the outcome and so i don't have to decide which i can either be invested or have intention or be unattached i can hold space for both those things so in this sense like um, I really want, you know, a donor to give me this gift. I'm like, this would be really great if they did it. And also I know we'll be okay no matter what. And that's, that's, you know, that's like, what? Like, you know, yeah. in our world, yeah. we, we tend to not believe that there's equanimity. I call it the, I, when I teach it, I call it the Ellen DeGeneres, um, uh, um, what I call a paradox, the Ellen DeGeneres paradox, because Remember for a while, we were all trying to decide, is Ellen DeGeneres mean or nice, right? And all these people were like, she's very nice. I've met her. She's lovely. And those people were like, I was on her show and she is super mean. Like we were trying to decide, is she this or is she that? Well, maybe she's both because she's a dang human being. And right. we're all freaking people. And sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I'm incredibly gracious. And sometimes I'm kind of a bee. Like, you know, cook my steak wrong. We're going to have a problem. And, and that's all <laughs> me, right? That's all me. So we hold space for all of us to have that full thing. And so I can hold space for, yes, I, 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 you know, and I'll take a stand for somebody or an organization and also be really unattached to the, to the outcome. Like, um, knowing that, um, you'll be you know, okay. No matter what. I, I will I, be you know, okay. I think, I think that's a, and that, a great and that, that will be okay. Yeah. We already are okay. Like we're right. it's okay. Right. Like, and like now we're going to be okay. We are, and they'll be fine. You'll be, we're fine. Everything's fine. And when, and so the more you can relax into that, in fact, um, 
uh, one of the women that is in my program, um, she's a development person and she's like, it's been so freeing for me and my asks and my relationship with donors. Uh, she's like, they're so much more genuine because I'm not so tied to the outcome and I don't feel so much pressure, right. you know, when yeah. I'm in my interactions yeah. with them. And because she feels less pressure, they're responding more positively. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. Yeah, no, that that's I, I I can see that. I think that's great. So, if you're if you're a uh, nonprofit uh, leader, um, and you are you are interested in developing uh, your influence, uh, what might be the first sort of thing that you would do? How would you sort of approach these these influence audits? What are the sort of the first things that you look for? So the first thing is, um, well, the first thing is you have to influence yourself first. So this is the bottom line. First thing is if you want people to show up differently, you have to show up differently. You can't show up the same way and accept a different result. My board, they don't do anything, blah, blah, blah. My board is this. This is the big thing, right? Uh, I'm telling you all the stuff uh, right here, totally transparent. My board, they, you know, they're like, blah, blah, blah. At some point it became okay for that board to fly their engagement flag at half mast. And like, so I'll ask people at what point did it become okay that they do this? Because this is not about them. It's about you. And once we realize we have to influence ourselves first, raise our standards for what we will and will not tolerate. And I guarantee you, this is absolutely hundred percent true. You raise your standards for what you will and will not tolerate. The world will just organize around to meet them. And you don't even have to do anything. Like, it's not like you have to announce it. <laughs> you just decide you choose that this is no longer tolerable and this is not and and i and all of a sudden when you show up they respond differently you don't have to say anything different you have to announce anything and um and i because i see it all the time but you influence yourself first so that's what i look for is when did it become okay for this situation to have happen because you know like oh i keep following up this donor and they say next month next month next month okay so there's a there's a part of you that's allowing that to happen so we have to deal with that part first we have to learn about that part first and then then we approach that person differently and then we're going to get a different response but we can't be the same person we are and then expect somebody else to be different for us so that's the biggest lesson is we influence ourselves first and raise our standards for what we will and will not accept create boundaries around those and i teach people how to do that like specifically um strategies to, to do that then you're going to get different results from people because we want external, like we want everybody else to change. We're just like, you know, what? Right, right, I need, right. also, I need that board to, to up level. Well, okay. And so, uh, you know, but you can't, you're going to sit back and like, I just want them to do it. And, and here's another thing is like, we tend to solve um, the problem. So there's the problem that they know and admit to. And so the, may, the board may say like, well, we want to help with fundraising, but we just need like, if we just had like a, a talking points, like if you just give us what to say, okay, so you create the talking points, they still not raising money. All right. If you could, like, we did a, an event, we could sell tickets. Like yeah. you do an event. They're still not raising money because they're, they're these, it's this, we have to say like, okay, let's talk about what you want that brochure to do or what you want that event to do, because there's something deeper going on that if I can tap into that or you as a person, because now you have, you understand the principles of influence and that you understand, like my job is to help people, um, come up with their own solutions, not necessarily like, and you know, not necessarily like, and, and those solutions may be more rooted in um, their thoughts 
right? And and because they may be scared because rejection makes people feel bad and people don't like mm -hmm. to feel guilt or shame and they do a lot to avoid those feelings. And so once we can tap into that, may, then maybe those talking points will work or that event will work. Um, but we want, sometimes we want strategies to solve what are deeper fears and blocks. And so in influence, like you learn that and cause you've done it to yourself, right? And so once you've done it imagine to yourself, then you can take it to others. I, mm -hmm. Imagine a lot of people are thinking, you know, to, just to take this board example or, or more generally, as you said, we want other people to behave differently. Mm -hmm. um, and, and in looking for strategies, the, w w one of the things that they don't want to do is uh, address it directly for fear of creating conflict. They don't want to have that challenging or they don't feel comfortable enough having that, that, that form of challenge. They'd rather yeah. there be some sort of, you know, app even on your phone i just don't have to feel things it'd be so much easier um yeah, right yeah. because like, it's uncomfortable and blah 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 and um and again uh let's go back to one of the things that i started talking about which is it's about um, helping people feel seen and heard and when they feel seen and heard then they'll relax and when they relax they'll be open to what you have to say so it's not so much about like telling people what's wrong it's about asking questions and helping people come to a greater understanding of what's going on with them and 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 um one of the things in my course that we work on and we practice is how to have these conversations and how to do this deep listening where and um and what we look for is like an opening so instead of pitching like okay i think this is wrong and you need to fix this um because what happens is anytime you push, people push back, right? Like, and, and so right. um, it, we go back into our instinct in the back of our brain here. And we're like, we go to fight or flight. So whether it's a bear yeah. chasing yeah. us, like, you know, through the woods or, you know, the, <laughs> the board president, <laughs> something like we go into like, and, and we want to bring people here up into the prefrontal cortex where rational thought exists and the way to get them there is to have them feel seen and heard and they relax like yes you understand me okay i can relax and um so um so in that sense like then then once they relax then they're they're going to be open but what when the listening what you're looking for is what i call an opening so if like if i'm talking to my board president i really want them to um be more involved in fundraising Let, let's just use that as an example because that's pretty typical i'm not going to say hey i want to talk to you about um, you know, you're just not involved with fundraising and, and it's getting, now it's awkward and everybody's feeling defensive and weird. I would say, I want to, I, I have some ideas and, but, and before I talk about them, I want to hear what's going on with you. Tell me how you feel like it's going or what your goals are for the next year. Like whatever questions you can ask to get a conversation and mm -hmm. dialogue start. And then it's just, tell me more about that. What makes you say that? I don't have to answer, solve for, say anything. I just have to listen and like, okay, so what I'm hearing is this or what I think you're saying is this. Is that, is that true? Yeah. Okay. What I'm looking for is an opening saying, oh yeah, you know, I, and you know, and whatever they're saying is like, then maybe they're saying like, I would love to, you know, be more involved. I, I'd love us to have more major gifts and blah, blah, blah. And then you say, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you said that because I have this idea about how we could get, how you, the board could work more and getting major gifts. You back? <laughs> okay. Can you hear me now? I can. 
Okay. So I'm not sure where we were in the, the sort of mid mid flow. We just lost a lost I a couple know, minutes I there. Know. That's okay. Um, all right. Why don't um, why don't we bring it to a close? Why don't we remind people where you are and where you've got where your stuff is online, and uh, and we'll bring it to a close. Yeah. Um, hold on. I have a little echo right now. Let me. Okay. Uh, well, what I was gonna, what I was talking about is influencing yourself first. So this is probably a great way to end it, right? right. <laughs> um, yeah. And if you know, if you want to talk, you can go to connectwithmarianne.com. And if you want to learn a little bit more about creating more influence in your life, you can just download the nonprofitleadershipguide.com. And if, you know, if anything I'm saying like resonates with you, like you're like, man, this is feeling really good for me, you know, just go to connectwithmarian.com and, and drop in. And like, I, I eat my own cooking, right? So I have, I have no attachment to the outcome. But it's the <laughs> perfect really, steak, right? It is. You know I how to really, get your steak right. I do. And I do. I do love meeting people. <laughs> I never question who the universe sends me because there's always, you know, like you'll be better, like it. it we'll both be better for the experience truly. And so I just love meeting people and that's my favorite thing. All right. Well, I know I always have been better for the uh, time we've shared together. You um, too, uh, Kev. You, you were, you were, you were a part of the um, uh, early, earliest sessions of the, of the podcast when we were doing panels in, in season one, you were in the marketing and fundraising panel. And that was uh that was off the hook. That was lots that of fun. That was amazing. I met, um, I made so many contacts, you know, you put that together and I met you and I, and I met so many other people in that, in those panels that, that, um, you know, that we have become a great colleagues now. So you yeah, and, together and that's quite what, a group. that's probably why I, I had, uh, so many, uh, so many, um, promotional, uh, uh, messages about your two-day event because uh, uh, some of the some of the people yeah. that were that were on there. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's great. Okay, well, I think um, folks should look forward to sometime early in 2022 uh, a, a, a second version, a new improved version of your uh, two-day um, donor. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to you'll have to join me event. for that. You'll have to join me for that one. Cal. Yeah, I'd love to, love to, and. Um, uh, you also active on Facebook, so people can uh, try and connect mm -hmm. with you on Facebook and see you. And I know you're also in the Nonprofit Problem Solver Facebook group as well. Yes. Uh huh. Uh, so um, great. And have you um, ventured onto Clubhouse much? Um, I have not. I I have not. <laughs> um, there is a um, no. There's a there's a Marco Polo uh, ch called Channels. Yeah, um, that yeah. some nonprofits are using and I'm getting ready to explore that, but I've not, not done much on clubhouse. Right. Excellent. Okay. Very good. Um, uh, thank you so much for everyone for, uh, joining thank nonprofit you, Problems Solver podcast episode 35. And that's a wrap. We'll see you, uh, next week, every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, uh, 10 a.m. Central. Uh, we, um, are, uh, we are live here on the Yachtly platform. Uh, and uh, next week, uh, we will see you then. Okay. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Nonprofit Problem Solver Podcast. My guest today was Marianne Dersch, who's on Facebook and LinkedIn and has an ebook downloadable from nonprofitleadershipguide.com. Or you can ping her directly at connectwithmarianne.com. This podcast has been expertly produced by Glenn Munoz at Pod Pro Audio. 
making professional podcasting easy. Go to podproaudio.com. You can join future conversations live by visiting nonprofitproblemsolver.com. Connect with Kev on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. For more information, visit kevkayat.com because good causes deserve better results.